Hello and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay and I'm your host Craig Wells and we're just having another great day today. It's so good to be back with you. Hopefully you enjoyed yesterday. It was my first fresh podcast in a couple of weeks. I've never done that before. I was on a spiritual sabbatical where God said don't do none, right? do some reruns and uh, I'll come away with me. And so I want to thank you for hanging out with me during that time. Our listener support has went even up during that time. I was so happy to see what God was doing, touching your lives. And so don't forget to click that like button, that share button, or that subscribe button and join us and make us number one in your podcast listening schedule. And that really helps us because it helps them spread us more throughout the world. And that's what the word of the Lord was for us to go throughout the world with the gospel of Yeshua the Christ. Even though some people think, well, you, you know, you preach the deep things. You don't preach just the basic gospel. But the gospel is good news. And everything I preach is the good news of Jesus because there's nothing I preach that's not centered in the center of Yeshua the Christ. All that we are in the heavens, all that we are to be is centered in you being seated in Christ Yeshua by the blood covenant that you received when you were born again, born from above, from the heavenly realm, when your name was written in the Lamb's Book of Life, and you were engrafted back into the vine where you came from, the perfection of God's Spirit inside the perfection of your spirit. <laughs> Doesn't that just make you just jump for joy? I don't know, but it makes me very, very happy. So why don't we go right on in to our podcast today's I'm so, so happy to be with you. And this one I really like. I want to honor Pastor Tommy and Pastor Tammy. Their staff members been with me, oh God, for 22, 23 years. And just incredible family of God that's been through heaven and hell to preach the gospel throughout the world. But they've stood with me and they've been so faithful. And one of the things they teach a lot, and I probably need to do a podcast with them so they can teach it to you as well. It sounds so simple, but it's such powerful. So I just want to share with you because Pastor Tammy's been speaking this into my life a lot lately. And so I want to share that with you about the creativeness of your tongue. I'm going to go ahead and put my little twist on it coming out of the heavenly room where I sit in, in the mountain of the Lord, about the frequency of Yahweh. Mm, Come on. I can feel this so strong right now. Your tongue is full of the frequency of Yahweh, the frequency of light and life and love that was given to you by the precious blood of our Savior, Yeshua the Christ, King Jesus. I want to talk about that for a moment because this is something that we can say in church and everyone will say amen and jump and shout and say hallelujah. But then we leave the church, we go through our day, and sometimes our mouth frequency is a trap of burden or trap of death, a trap of sorrow, a trap of negativity, because sometimes we speak what we feel because we feel what we feel is real instead of preaching and speaking what is reality, which is that from the spirit realm. See, it goes by faith too. You know the word of God, it says, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So I must go into the heavenly realm by faith, being seated in Christ Yeshua by his blood covenant. And then I speak. I speak the creative words. I become like my father. I go into the Aleph, 
the Hebrew living letter. That's why it's so important to engage the Hebrew living letters. And if you don't understand that, listen to my podcast. I have a lot of podcasts. Look them up on the Hebrew living letters on my Patreon or my YouTube or things I put on my Facebook. You can read and learn and engage the Hebrew living letters and the dimensions. Dr. O says there's 70 dimensions of just the Hebrew living letters that, and the reason we call them living because they're alive creatures. They're being made by creation. They were spoken and written by the hand of God and they became alive because he breathed the breath of life in them and they are gateways and doorways and teachers and tutors of the deeper things of God. And so when I go into my pay, the speaking place of God, or I go into Ayin and begin to see, I, I go into Resh and begin to look around places that I couldn't see in the natural realm so I can bring that into my world today. Why? I'm wanting to co-create with my Father through Christ Yeshua. That is my right as a believer. That is your right as a believer. So the tongue is very powerful. The thought pattern is very powerful. I love something Pastor Tammy said yesterday to me. She said, I'm living the world that I create. Come on, get that in your spirit. I'm living the world that I create. Come on, come on. I I, I, I might need to say that a few times so it get in your spirit. I'm living the world I create. Now, a lot of times we don't feel that. We feel that we're living in a world that was created for us around us by that which is around us. But see, that's the difference between faith living and reality of the natural circumstance living. Because if you're not living the world you create, you're living the world that was created for you by outside influences. And those are usually not very positive. Come on, get this in your spirit. Get this in your spirit. I'm I'm telling you, this is really just bubbling in my spirit right now that God is saying this to you, that he wants you to live in the world that you create. Oh, come on. I, I I can't let it go for a second because I want this to sit in you. And then, then Pastor Timmy was like, I'm creating life by my words. I'm causing things to come happen to me. She's like, I'm living in the dimension of heaven at all times. I'm not waiting to go to heaven. I'm not waiting to die. I'm not waiting to get sick and end this thing over. I'm not even waiting for the second coming of Christ or a rapture that I can be glorified. I am living in the promises of Elohim, of the full dimension of sonship, that's male or female, right now by faith because I have to believe it. And because I'm believing it, I'm beginning to see it and receive it. Now, it didn't just happen overnight. It took much time, prayer, and engaging to believe and to speak for the world that we built was not built on really words of faith and co-creating with Christ. It was always been in the hope that God's going to come do something or the hope that maybe this will work out, or the hope that someone will rise up around us and help. And all that's fine. That's what we were taught, right? We're, we're, we're living in the framework of what we know, of the knowledge we know. But God is saying something different now. God is saying, you are as I am in the earth through Christ Yeshua. I remember reading, um, who was it? John G. Lake. And he talked about salvation. When he talked about salvation, he said, I'm one with my father. My father's one with me. We are a joined union. 
We are complete tri, I said it this way, a complete triunion joined. Father, Son, Holy Ghost, body, soul, spirit, joined in one through the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ Yeshua and my accepting it as Lord and Savior. And then therefore, I'm reestablished and reinstated into the family of God of the, the perfection of creation of sonship that I am as a king and a priest before the Lord that's male or female. Those are positions, not gender. So I sit in my heavenly realm with God as God, in God, through God, speaking like God unto the earth to cause that to come to pass. As I grow in the maturity, the earth will begin to groan and moan for me and begin to do for me and begin to respond to me. Why? The scripture alone says that. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things shall be added unto you. Of course, we were taught, you know, seek God. You know, let's read the Ten Commandments. Let's read the Beatitudes and let's learn it. Nothing wrong with that. You need to know all that. Let's see, you know, righteousness. Let's not sin. Listen, there's nothing wrong with that. But that's not what it means. It means to go in to an inner relationship co-joined with God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Ghost, and dwelling in the righteousness that was given you, which is his righteousness. He said, hey, look, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And then the Bible says, he that overcome the world shall sit on my Father's right hand. So therefore, I step into Christ Yeshua and because of him, I become an overcomer. And now I've overcome the world. So now I can sit in the throne of God and co-create with God through Christ Yeshua by the leadership of the Holy Spirit and begin to create my world. Well, you know, Apostle, I've had a lot of bad things happen to me. I've had people tell me, you know, I didn't create that or the economy. I didn't create that or my parents didn't teach me to go get a better education. I didn't create that. These are all real circumstances of life that I had no control over. And you're correct. You did not create the obstacles in your life, but you were led by them. So no, you didn't create those obstacles, but you were led by them and followed through with them. You could have co-created your circumstances and you still can co-create your over your circumstances in your life this day by Christ Yeshua. It's not a magical wand. It doesn't mean in a day it's going to change, but it means you're going to begin to change you. And once you start changing your DNA by the Spirit of God, your soul by the Spirit of God, your mindset by the Spirit of God, your thinking by the Spirit of God, your hopes by the Spirit of God, your belief system by the Spirit of God, the earth will begin to line up with you and begin to bring forth that which you have need of to fulfill the scroll of testimony, that which was written of you before you ever got here because God is assigned angelic host and heavenly things to come in agreement with the scroll of God that was written of you as you are birthing it forth in your life by what you are framing and creating by your faith, by your believing, by your speaking and by your actions. Come on, I want you to get this in your spirit. You don't have to stay in a certain circumstance anymore. You don't have to stay impoverished. You don't have to stay in a bad relationship. You don't have to stay in a bad job. You don't have to stay in the low education. You don't have to stay impoverished. You don't have to stay in lack. You can co-create with Christ Yeshua by the leadership of the Holy Spirit. And walk your way out of those things into the greatness. Say greatness that God redeemed you to. You were not redeemed as a lower level citizen of heaven. 
Oh, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. No, you are a sinner that saved by grace that redeemed you into perfection. You are as he is in the earth. You are as the Father. You are as the Son. You are as the Holy Spirit. This is why Yeshua had no problem with saying, if you've seen the Father, you've seen me. Why he understood the tricord union of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit with the Son of Man being Christ Yeshua. And now you can easily do like the church has always done. Oh, well, that's just because that was Jesus. He was God in the flesh. Well, guess who you are? He's the first of many brethren. You're not little Jesus, as to say, the deity, but you are the divine nature of God himself in the earth. Just because you haven't learned the revelation or discovered how to function like God in the earth, you, according to scripture, are the same that Christ is. He did not bore you to a lesser image of himself. What offering would he bring to God for his death, burial, and resurrection and ascension if he was bringing lesser unto the Father? No, he brought that which is, was his equal. That, that's why it said Jesus didn't find it to be a shame to be equal unto God because he knew who he was. You just don't know who you are. Identity is the first thing that the enemy stole from the humanity when Adam and Eve was in a garden. They said, if you eat of this, you'll become like God. Well, guess what? They forgot their, their, their identity that they were already like God. That's why we can't co-create because we don't know who we really are. But I'm beginning to learn. I'm beginning to remember where I came from out of the heavens. Come on, open up your spirit, man. Say, Holy Spirit, teach me who I was before I came to this planet, who I was before I came into this host body and brought life to it. You are in a host body. If you left this body, that body would drop dead and decay. That is your body. And it's not, it's, it's not to be cursed. It's not to be warred with. It's not to be beaten down like they taught us in the old age. It is to be loved. It is to be showered on. It is to be shown the very son of God so it can look at you and say there I want to be like that I want to be like the son of God I will co-create my world through Christ Jesus by the power of the Holy Ghost hallelujah to the Lamb of God well once again this is Sigma Bay I want to honor you today I honor Pastor Tommy and Pastor Tammy for bringing the creative words of life to us as we go forth in the spirit of God and co-create with Christ together as one as he is, so are we. Wake up, your spirit being. This is Sigma Bay. I love you. You are so beautiful. I'll see you tomorrow. Shalom.